This is Christian with Confidence Podcast, episode number three, Buffering and False Pleasures. So today we're going to take a deeper dive into what I keep bringing up as buffering, anything we do to avoid feeling or to avoid our life. Buffering hides us even from our true selves, let alone the rest of the world. Let's check it out. Good morning, everyone. I hope you are all doing well. So the things I talk about in these first three episodes are basics that I will be coming back to often. Uh, The ultimate goal is for me to be able to help us all live into the fruit of the Spirit, and this is how. So if if you haven't really studied the fruit of the Spirit, they are kindness, goodness, gentleness, self control, love, joy, peace, and patience, and faithfulness. Sorry. (laughs) Um, In order to live into the Spirit, we must be present in our lives and with ourselves. And being present is harder to do than you might think. So that's where our work really is. The fruit of the Spirit is the gift that God gave to us when Jesus died. And I just want to point out that he really is such a great gift giver because not only did he just give his son completely for us to be saved, (laughs) but then as soon as Jesus goes back up into heaven, the Holy Spirit is laid on the earth. And it is such an amazing tool. Um, I was talking with my daughter and we came up with God is the creator, Jesus is the savior, and the Holy Spirit is our guide for here on earth. And I just love how that sounded and how that felt. And it is truth. And so the way to use the Holy Spirit, which it's in all of us, by faith that we believe in Jesus. So it's always going to be guiding us, but to tap into the fruit that it bears, we have to be purposeful and we have to be present. And once we are able to do that, mm, so good. (laughs) Coaching is so important. I don't know if you noticed or not, but all of the fruits of the spirit come down to managing our mind and taking care of our mental health. And they really do line directly up with coaching like I feel like I was called here to help us live into that spirit which is our instructions from God uh, after Jesus is what we're supposed to do it's harder than than we think especially in today's society we are a society and a species of overindulgence in this society So that's what we're going to talk about today is buffering, which is overindulging in that false pleasure because of our brains. We have two main parts of our brain, and that is the primitive brain, which is our survival brain. It is quick to react and it truly does keep us safe. And it's working properly, (laughs) 
Um, but it doesn't like shut itself off when it's not in a dangerous situation. So it's still doing its job even when we're not running for our lives. And so that adds another element for us because it doesn't really serve us if we're not in survival mode. But we're so used to running on autopilot with it because it will. It will just take care of us and and let us go on autopilot. Um, But the other part of our brain is called the prefrontal cortex. And humans are the only ones with this part of the brain. We are the only ones that can plan five years ahead of time and use this part of our brain. So also, that means we can plan 24 hours in advance. We can decide from this prefrontal cortex ahead of time because it, it's slower to process, but it really does have our long-term desires and our long-term goals best because we can choose before we're in certain circumstances how we want to be, how we want to act, and what is going to lead us to our ultimate goal. If we're just running on autopilot with that primitive brain, we're not going to be able to evolve into our true selves. And I definitely will talk more about the primitive brain and the prefrontal cortex. I call it primitive and I will go um, to the example, don't leave the cave because we were in a survival mode in the cave days and I love that we have this brain. If we ever do go in a survival mode again, it will serve us very well, but I'll be talking about it in that kind of way because don't leave the cave. The pack of wolves is going to get you. So we'll go more into that, but I thought it was a helpful little side note to get into. There's obviously a whole bunch more on that subject, but we'll get into that. (laughs) The parts of our brain is also something that I'm going to be um, coming back to often. Um, Some of these things may seem repetitive as I go through, but they're all so, so, so important. Everything that I've talked about up to this point will be gone back to periodically and including what we talk about in this episode. Like I said before, buffering is anything we do to avoid feeling. Avoid processing feeling, avoid dealing with the feeling, avoid feeling it at all for a small period of time, although we think that it works because You know, eating that piece of cake feels a little bit like happiness. Watching Netflix feels a little bit like happiness. Scrolling Facebook, because it keeps us from uh, our life. Our primitive brain wants to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And a lot of times if we're in a place where even, even like I said, the house... It's more painful to get up and clean the house than it is to turn on an episode of Netflix. Okay, you all feel me there. (laughs) I'm not attacking you. But we do that in so many areas of our lives. 
even just coming down to feeling an emotion. So especially when we're going through something hard or something harder than what we deal with on a regular basis, it's our go-to to just buffer over it. <clears throat> I also want to tell you guys that just because we buffer things away or try to push our feelings away, it does not mean that they actually go away. Okay, if we never process through them, they're still in there. They're still making waves. Okay, so when we do that, when we avoid feeling or we buffer over it, it is like pushing a beach ball down into the water. We can hold it there and we can push it away and we can continuously push it away, but it's going to keep popping back. The further down we push it, the more it's going to try to come back up with more force. So especially since we've been doing it for most of our lives because we were never taught this, all those emotions are in there coming up periodically and so we buffer more and we try to avoid it more and we try to not feel it more. The only way to get them to be released from your body is to deal with them and feel them and don't worry I'm going to get there. We're going to figure out how to do this. It doesn't just happen overnight. Especially if um, you're like, this is all resonating with you and you want to do this work and you want to get to the root causes of what you're feeling and be able to get out of your own head. I'm available. Let's try a free one-on-one coaching session. If you are interested in it, Come check it out. See what you think. You can email me at coachdurham, D-U-R-H-A-M, at outlook.com, and we can get that scheduled. Nothing other than information for you. So there's nothing to lose, only things to gain, and I know that this work can help every single person in the world, but especially if we're going through that mental suffering, like, Let's learn about ourselves. Let's take care of ourselves and let's love ourselves. And most of the time, we have to help each other with that. I'm not saying I've got it all figured out. Life coaches need life coaches. So, (laughs) buffering or false pleasures are things like overeating, over drinking, over Facebooking. The list really does go on and on. The thing they all have in common, though, They all come with temporary pleasure, but ultimately a net negative. A net negative, for example, from overeating is feeling sick or being overweight, which spirals to being out of shape, not liking your body or the way you look, beating yourself up because of that. Does that all make sense? Like it just adds more later down the road of a negative. They all have that in common. We as humans were designed to experience natural pleasures in life. So we seek warmth because it keeps us alive. You know, in those cave days, they're like, oh, fire, this is good. Because it keeps us alive. We're supposed to get pleasure from food to keep us alive. But nowadays, it's not just keeping us alive. It's actually 
harming us because we're eating for pleasure, not for fuel. We can do that with so many other things, um, but that's just one example. So when we take away all the false pleasures from our life, what's left are those natural pleasures. Being sober versus over drinking, being present versus over Facebooking, eating for fuel versus overeating or eating for pleasure. It's so fascinating and amazing because it completely switches and flip-flops our results. Like I said earlier, living off of our autopilot, our false pleasures, is not going to get us to follow our dreams or where we really want to go, go or reach our goals. It's hard to do because our primitive brain, well, our brain seeks pleasure and avoids pain. And it's very reactive because it needs to be quick if it's actually surviving. But like I said, still works the same whether it's in survival mode or not. False pleasures are immediately pleasurable have a net negative later. For natural pleasures, we may feel a temporary negative at first. So, you know, that is painful for our primitive brain. It's like, nope, don't do that. But no net negative. In fact, the f- natural pleasures, you get lasting, sustainable pleasure in the long run. So a net positive I would call reaching your goals a net positive. (laughs) Uh, Back to our overeating example. You eat for fuel, not pleasure, then you're your natural weight. Your hormones are balanced and you're free from the control of food. Free to spend that time finding what you truly desire in life. Because we only have an allotted amount of room in our brain for desire. And most of us in today's society, we spend all that desire on these false pleasures. So there's nothing left for us to be our real authentic self and reach our goals, but reach God's goals for us because we're spending it in these fleshy things. I want to make a guess, an educated guess, because I know how the brain works. I've been doing this work. That once you start recognizing your buffering and false pleasure behavior, once you step into what you truly want, what's been hidden by this buffering is your true desire. So start with just recognizing the natural pleasures, but what you ultimately get to is that unique desire that God gave you. That desire leads you to and helps you embrace your place in this world, which is so much fun and so fascinating because it is what you truly want because God put that in in you. But because God put that in you, it's what he truly wants too. And when those things are lining up, you're like clicking, clicking with the world, clicking with yourself, clicking with God. And... Nothing feels better than that. I want to do an experiment with you. So please write this down. And if you have to come back and re-listen to it, then that's okay too. But 
If there was nothing stopping you, there were no factors keeping you from doing what you truly want to do. Not time, not money, not busyness, not kids, not husbands. What would you want to do? Let's just see what comes up. Just write and write and write of what you would want to do if there were no factors stopping you, nothing holding you back, no fear, none of it. It's just going to be so interesting for you to notice and for you to see. I'd love to hear what you come up with. Then ask yourself why you aren't doing those things now. And just write and write what comes up for that. Then check in with yourself and try to recognize what you are buffering with. And it's going to be so interesting to see all of those together and just get a little better of a sense for who you are and what's going on in your brain. Our thoughts aren't necessarily who we are, but they do drive everything in our life, including where we go and where we don't go and how we feel or not feel. So just seeing these things written out and asking ourselves questions that we're not used to asking gets us a little better sense of knowing ourselves. I hope you're able to really take the time and actually do that exercise. I think it will be so beneficial just even to see. I hope you all have a great week. Um, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for being with us and the beautiful, wonderful, amazing gifts that you give us. You really are a good, good father and uh, we want to follow suit as parents ourselves. We are so blessed by you and thank you for the instructions in the Bible of how we're supposed to live and for this these tools to be able to tap into those and for the Holy Spirit that moves through us and moves in this world that we live in. You are so good. And we just want to give you all of our praise. Please um, help us to know ourselves better and just guide us and help us to feel your presence through this week. Please continue to keep us safe and healthy and help us to be the best that we can be. We're so thankful for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Talk to you all next week. If you liked this podcast and this episode and you found it helpful for you, please subscribe and share it. Leave a review if you feel compelled to do so. And also, if somebody you know would benefit from hearing this today, then share it with them. Let's spread the encouragement, spread the love, and ultimately strive to be the best we can be together. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Christian with Confidence podcast. Here, we're real, honest, and unafraid to put God first. This is a podcast for Christians who want to be able to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. But how in the world can we do that? Joy, peace, patience, gentleness, self-control? 
Whatever worldly problems you're facing, Christian coaching can help. It's a sanctification tool, really, a way to be who God designed us to be. Coaching helps us take each thought captive so that we can live an intentional, present life without all the unnecessary suffering. Let's get started.